Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Friday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me on various different places online, including Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and TikTok. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T. AZ or Z, depending on your country, R E N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social media platform is. So, again, that is spelled A Z or Z R E N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. So, the weekend is literally right around the corner. It's Friday at 3 30 p.m. for me as I'm recording this, and I'm feeling really, really good about it. This weekend, I've got a couple of things going on. So, tomorrow, as per every Saturday, I've got a whole day of language learning events. In fact, I should probably reword that because when I say language learning events, I realize there's many people who don't really fully realize what that means. The simplest way to, to, to say it is that on my Saturdays, I have free drop in classes all day for English, French, Spanish, and Mandarin learners. So, all day from 12 o'clock to 7 p.m., there's different time slots for different languages. Anyone can drop in for the most part. Actually, not for the most part. Literally, anyone can drop in <laughs> and、um, come, and I'll help them with French and Spanish. We have some activities, we play some games, I teach different concepts. We have some, some tables that are just for conversation. We have other tables where we're actually teaching specific topics or themes or whatever the case is. And it's overall a really, really fun time. It's got to be one of my favorite days of the week. I will share the following with you. I am trying to find out, I am trying to figure out and get better with running these events and running these free classes because they're quite popular and often there's a lot of people who attend. Often there will be 20 or 30 people who are all there, which is a lot of people in a, in a single coffee shop. And while I think I do a good job of managing it and running it and, and making sure that it's a positive experience for everyone,、um, I do think that there's things that I could be doing better. It actually aligns really funnily with a perspective I have on life in general.、Um, I actually think that in many ways, in many ways, not every way, I should be careful with the statement, but in many ways, mediocrity is okay. You know, what happens is there's, there's certain people, which by the way, it's not a bad thing, just a different personality type and just a different way to do things, but there are certain people who prefer to juggle three balls and, do a, and try to do a really good job juggling three. And then there's people like me. I like to try and juggle a lot of things. I like to do lots and lots of different things and try and be delivering on, on a whole variety of different things at the same time. And when you're doing 17 things, I think sometimes you've got to understand that certain things are going to be at a mediocre level and certain things are gonna, you know, some, some things are gonna be at a very high level. So, me personally, when it comes to my work life, actually, my life in general, There are certain things that have to be at a really, really high level, and they have to be things where I'm like, yeah, this is going really well. So, when I teach my classes, when we're teaching, the quality of education, I do, I do my absolute best to make sure the quality of education is really, really good. That for me is like almost like a non negotiable. It's got to be really good because that's the primary service that my business delivers. So, that has to be really, 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 really good, right? 
But for example, where I'm a little bit not a perfectionist, I suppose, is at these free drop-in classes. You know, because anyone can attend, because they are popular, I think they have to be good. I think people walking away have to be like, yeah, that was good. But what I'm not gonna do is I'm not, for example, going to, I've thought, I've had this thought, rent out or 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 pay a lease on an office space so that we have a private space and it's even more comfortable if it's free unfortunately not because i'm not going to take that i'm not going to take on that financial cost to make it better for something that's free you know what i mean because it's free like i just want to make sure my cost on it is also not super duper high if that makes sense so the certain things i mean i'm someone who's not necessarily perfectionist um unless it's something I really value, but not. I'm not gonna try and be perfectionist on everything because I don't know if that's possible for me. I actually don't know if that's possible if you have 17 things in the air to be a perfectionist with all 17 things. Does that make sense? I actually, in many ways, and this goes to language learning and just different aspects of life, I tend to find my, my success by trying a lot of things and then doubling down on the things that work really well. So a great example is, I took a meeting earlier today. It was a random thing. I, I had no idea that I wasn't really fully planning on going in this direction, but I took a random meeting for someone to do my admin work for me or do a percentage of my admin work. I And it was like really, really affordable. Her rates were like so affordable. I was like, oh my goodness, I can definitely afford that. It's gonna open up so much time for me and I can then dedicate that time to more important things or more impactful things. That was a random thing I didn't know would work. Or even a lot of the the free classes I, I do now, which are a big part of my business, it's a big part of my work life. It was a random kind of experiment that I tried out. It's something I tested, right? Something I was like, I don't know, sure, let's do it. So there's so many random things I'm trying and testing and doing all the time and who knows how they're gonna work out, but that's where I find my, that's where I find a lot of the stuff that works really well for me. And that's where I find a lot of the success stuff that that works out it's often by accident it's random things that i tried and tested because i thought it might work and while everything sometimes doesn't go perfectly the net net score is really really positive if that makes sense so that was something i wanted to start off on it's something that was definitely on my mind um going in a little bit of a little bit more of a language language learning direction I think you have to figure out, and I've said this so many times, but it doesn't make it any less true. You've got to figure out how you learn and what you need to do to learn. You've got to figure out what you need to do to learn, what you need to do, despite what anyone else says that you have to do, or despite what, you know, despite, despite of you doing what you need to learn, even if that's not technically right per se, based on other people, I think you still have to do it. So let me give you an example from my life. I take classes. A lot of people don't like taking classes. They think they're boring, they don't work for them, they think it's a lot of money, but it works for me. And this is where I go even weirder. I take classes, but I don't attend a lot of my classes. I skip a lot of my classes. I skip quite, quite a bit. Uh, not all of them, but I skip a significant percentage of the classes. That just is what needs to happen for me. That's it's just a thing that I don't know why. I mean, for me, going to every class and being there every single time is not my style. 
It's just not going to happen. I still love the language. I still like the classes. I'm still going to pay for it. I know I'm technically wasting my money because I didn't take advantage of every single learning opportunity. I know, but that's what has to happen for me and I'm okay with it. Even in the classes themselves, I'm going to be multitasking. It's just a reality. I am most likely going to be multitasking. And, you know, it's just how it's going to be. It's just a reality. Um, now, I will say, I have taken classes with teachers who are exceptional, who are exceptional, and do a really good job with the class, and then I don't feel the need to multitask. I don't feel the need to do that. I don't feel the need to skip. I actually attend all the classes or most of the classes. I'm focused in the class. I'm not multitasking. But it takes a very special or very specific type of teacher to be able to do that. In fact, as I'm thinking about it now, there's perhaps there's one teacher I can think of, one professor who did it by the design of the course. His course was designed that you needed to attend class in order to get a good mark and you needed to listen because his test would really have everything he ever mentioned. Like it was it, the, the design of the course. It was very interesting too. He did a really interesting class, but the design almost forced you if you wanted to pass to freaking conform with the rules <laughs> and conform. Like that's how he designed it. So it's that guy. There's another teacher who did it just with exceptional teaching ability. I mentioned her, I gave her a shout out on my Instagram a few months ago in Taiwan. She was amazing. Connects with you on a personal level, reads what you want to do, figures it out, you know, has stuff prepared, can jump in, listens to what you say, said, hey, you said X, Y, Z wrong. We got to like just amazing. So no multitasking there. Like it was really, really, really good stuff in that class. But generally speaking, that's just how I am. So for you as well, you've got to think about, you know, there's probably things that, I mean, there's probably things that you've got to do to learn that maybe are not the most popular. Maybe it's, maybe it's not even, maybe it's not even unpopular. Maybe it's just not talked about. Maybe there's something that you want to do that you like to do. It's not talked about, it's not whatever, but you like doing it. Just do it, it's fine. Um, I'll give one last example, then we'll move to something else. Um, I listen to a lot of music in different languages. I believe it helps me a lot. Now, people, many people who are very educated, very smart, and they're right about this, have told me and have said that this is actually not the best practice to learn and practice another language. It's, it's it, and I agree with them actually, it's not the best way. It actually is not. The problem with listening to music is, while it's fun, while it's enjoyable, while you like listening to it, it um, it's really easy just to get caught up in the music and not really be focusing on the words and not being focused on everything happening in the song. Um, it's also not an ideal representation of how people really speak. And there's so many things that, technically speaking, if we look at the lists of strategies to learn a language, listening to music is not necessarily the best one. There are other strategies that are probably more effective, blah, blah, blah. But I like listening to music. And even though it's not super effective, I enjoy it. It works for me. I like it. I want to do it. And so I'm going to do it. It's just something I want to do. And so that's something you've got to figure out for yourself, right? You've got to figure out what's, like, what's your pathway going to look like. And everyone's pathway is going to lead to different results. That's an important thing to realize. Um, you know, it's one thing saying, hey, do whatever the heck you want to do. Follow your path. That's that's one that's one thing to say that. But you have to understand that your pathway, the, the things that you do during your pathway will have a direct impact on the kinds of results you have. Hypothetically, if you decided that you're only going to study one hour a month because that is what your schedule allows, that's what works for you, you just don't want to do anything else, 
totally fine. Do that. And, and at the same time, understand that it might take you 10 years to really get anywhere good at a language versus someone else might get there in two, right? Because you're only doing an hour a month. So you've got to be okay with the ramifications, both positive and negative, of what you are trying to accomplish with the language. The There's always a sacrifice. My sacrifice is I'm never going to be the guy who knows a little bit of a bunch of languages. I'm, going to, I'm always going to be the guy who has a level, a deep level of knowledge about a small number of languages and will be woefully ignorant, not very skilled about every other language versus a lot of people who are passionate about language learning and they really like it, have knowledge about like 20 languages. They really do. They have a certain level of knowledge about 20. That'll never be me. And that's that's just because of how I choose to learn. So definitely something I want to bring up in the podcast. The final thing before I, I close this podcast off um, has to do with uh, a te- with teaching again. I've, I've, I've made a decision and maybe I'll change my mind, but this one feels right at the moment. Um, by the way, can we go on a tangent? I want to go on a tangent. It just occurred to me two more things before I finish this podcast. I've made a decision, which I'm going to talk about in 30 seconds, two minutes here. But I want to talk about something. It is okay to change your mind. Can we talk about this? I think it's it's okay to change your mind on things. It's okay to make a decision and the next day change your mind. It's okay to do that. It's okay to be just doing lots of stuff and a lot of it not working out. That is perfectly okay. Let's go back to a few podcasts, maybe 10, 20, 30 podcasts ago. You may have heard it. I told you it felt, I remember exactly where I was sitting when I made the podcast. I remember it like it was yesterday. I made this podcast talking about how I was going to, I really wanted to start angling my content and my world and my work and how I approach things to be work, to eventually be working in developing Calgary communities, communities in Calgary, being involved in community building in Calgary, getting a job with the city maybe in the future, but angling everything I do in that direction. Ever since that podcast, you've heard nothing. You've heard nothing about that. I mentioned it once. I said it with like a thousand percent conviction. It felt so right for that day. I remember how right it felt and nothing has happened since. That was 30, uh, maybe 30-ish episodes ago. Nothing. It's still in my mind. I might still go in that direction, but in the past, whatever, two, three, however many months, nothing has happened. And I think that's perfectly okay. I think it's fine. If you're going about life kind of the way I view it, which is I want to try a lot of things, do a lot of things, understand a lot of things are not going to work, try and learn from it, double down on the stuff that's working, right? As long as you're doing all of that, right? I think it's, you know, if you're approaching life in that way, I think it's totally fine. If you're going more the other route of, hey, I want to do a few things, but really perfect. I mean, that's a different pathway and different approach. But if you're going to my approach, I think it's totally fine. Now, um, with that said, let me go into what I was about to say. I've made a decision, um, which is that I actually think where my career, where my career is probably going to go in 5, 10, 15 years, things like that, is being one of the best teachers in at least my region, but really one of the best teachers in the game of teaching. When you look at teaching, when you look at that skill set, when you look at it, I think there's a chance that I will end up having my career, yes, in a direction of teaching people languages, blah, 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 but I think it's going to be leveled up because people are going to come to me on how to teach. I think that's where I'm really going. It's occurred to me recently because I 
I've been sharing it recently more and more that I am really onto some stuff for teaching. I'm not perfect. I've got a long way to go. There's a lot of stuff I don't know still and a lot of stuff I got to figure out. But boy, oh boy, am I good for someone who's 27. 27 and the way I teach now, I can project it out. Like if I keep working on it by the time I'm 40, like I, I, I mean... I, I just don't know. I'm going to be in the, one of the top, one of the best teachers, period. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people better than me at teaching. I feel pre pretty confident saying that if I keep going for 13 more years. It's going to take me 5, 10, 15 years to get anywhere near that kind of level. But even right now, I'm a good teacher. People are better. A lot of people are worse. I'm, a, I'm above, I would say I'm above average for teaching, generally speaking. Um... But that's a direction I think I might go in. So with all that said, I forget why I said that. There's a really good reason as to why I said it. Shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, I'll improvise. So on that note, I want to share a few different teaching principles and a few different teaching things that I fundamentally believe in. I've been sharing a lot of these recently. I shared a whole podcast about it recently. You guys listened to it. You guys actually heard it, right? So let's share some more teaching principles I believe in. I believe in having two ears. You have two ears. You have surround sound hearing. Okay? Now, you guys are wondering, what the heck is Azrin going on here? I, when I teach, am listening to all conversations at once. I hear I'm when people are talking, when I'm teaching something. Let's say I give an activity. Let's give a more practical example. I give an activity, and 12 people are all working on the activity, let's say in groups of two. So there's six groups of two. I'm listening to all six groups and watching all six groups because I have two ears. I can do it, right? And I'm listening to every error that every group is making and I'm categorize, categorizing it in my mind. I'm hearing, oh, Sharon just said that. Oh, she made a present tense conjugation mistake. Oh, shoot, Jack just made a past tense conjugation, okay? Past tense, present tense. Oh, uh, Jill just did a present tense. Oh, two people did a, a present tense conjugation error. Okay, keep listening. Ooh, Bill just did a, t a present tense conjugation error. I taught present tense, but three out of the 12 people in this room just made a present tense conjugation error. Oh, there's a fourth person. Oh my goodness. Okay, everyone, stop. I'll stop the class. I've heard four present tense conjugation errors. Let's really recap and make sure we know how this works. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, back to the activity. Keep listening. You have two ears. You can, with two ears, you can listen to many, con you have surround sound hearing. You can hear everything and you can focus on everything that's happening at all moments in time. This is a big mistake I see mis teachers make. I've seen it so many times um, for years now, not even when my language world, I've seen it in the window cleaning business world when I would work with people. Um, beginner teachers, when they are not physically talking, it's so common to see their minds check out. It's common to see their minds go elsewhere, but no, you have to be listening and watching everybody at all times, carefully with 100% of your attention to be noticing what mistakes are they making? What do we have to address? Who's struggling with what? How am I gonna help that person with that topic, etc.? You have to pay attention when you're even when you're not physically talking in the classroom. Too many people just check out or they do one better, but it's not great. They're working with one person. They're like helping someone because someone had a question during some activity and you're working with one person. Everyone else is still working. And while you're working with one person, you have to understand that the, the, the surround sound hearing and the two ear concept still applies. You give one ear and you give 100% of your attention to the person you're talking to and, and at the same time, 
You are hearing everything else and watching everything else going around you. At all times, you must be omnipotent. Is that the word? Omnipresent? You have to be everywhere. Your attention has to be everywhere at all times, even when you're working with someone one-on-one. It's really important, okay? So this is the big thing that I believe in that I see teachers make mistakes about. On a similar note, when teachers are teaching, when their mouths are moving and they are talking, I see them not pay attention to the other people in the class. While you are talking, you also need to be listening with your eyes. You need to be watching everybody. Watching their body language, who's confused, who gets it, who doesn't get it, who are you not sure if they get it or not, you know, who who looks confused. You have to watch with your eyes and listen with your eyes. You have to read the classroom. You must. It's very important. And I watch, I've seen university professors who have taught for 25 years, 18 years, 10 years. I've seen them do it. I've seen, I've seen people do it at scale. In fact, as I'm thinking about it, the majority does this. I've seen the minority of people properly pay attention. In fact, it's the people who pay attention in the classes that notice, oh, Azrin's multitasking. This is boring for him. Huh, we got to figure this out. Those are the teachers that have kept my attention. Because they're like, okay, Azrin's bored. Azrin's multitasking. Azrin's typing on his phone. Azrin's doing his... Azrin's typing an email and listening to class. But he's still doing well. So clearly he's not completely behind. He's on... He's ahead. This is too easy. What are we doing to change it? What are we doing? What am I doing to help him do... Like, in fact, zero teachers have done that. Not well. That's nuts to me. That is crazy town. That's crazy. I can't think of a single teacher who's done that. Maybe I'm forgetting one or two, but I don't think so. That's ridiculous. That's not okay. That's not okay. Not at all. Like, and this is why I think I'm, I'm this is ultimately why I think I've got teaching chops because I do, I do this and I'm not seeing anyone else do it. Very few people are doing it. So we've got to do this. Um, and the last, oh, I had one more really good teaching point. Um, what was it? Uh, shoot, I forgot what it was. I had a really good point that occurred to me while I was talking about about this whole thing, but it's lo- it's escaped my memory. I've lost it. Um, yeah, shoot. You know what? That's going to be it. But still, two very good tips. You have surround... Actually, I figured it out. It's not even what I was going to say, but I got another one. Literally, I just analyzed in my mind what I just said about teaching. To recap it, teachers are not listening to the class when they're teaching. They're not watching and making sure people get it. They don't get it. They're not watching body language. They're not doing that. And when teachers are not teaching and the class is doing activities, the teachers are still not listening. So in fact, teachers don't listen to the class. Holy cow, that's not okay. Teachers have to listen, pay attention, react. You have to do that. It's it's if you want them to learn. All right, anyone, everyone, I appreciate your attention. I got to take off. It's 3.53. I, I start work. I got to I start work at 4.30 and I got to drive over still. So um, thanks again for your attention. I appreciate it. We'll talk later. Bye for now. See you.